0: Welcome to the Fuck Saving Face Podcast. I'm your host, Judy Tsui, and together we'll explore mental and emotional health for Asian Americans, especially breaking through any taboo topics. Life may not always be pretty, but it is indeed beautiful. Let's make your story beautiful today. Okay, so today's mindfulness practice is gonna be a little bit different. This week has been about failure. It's been about going after your childhood pursuits and how to tap into that creativity and really trust it. And so today I'm going to focus on affirmations. It's going to be a series of positive statements that you could kind of think of as mantras. And it's going to be rooted in this idea of the law of attraction, which you probably have heard about from Abraham Hicks or from The Secret, that movie that came out a while ago. Recently, there's another book by Pam Grout called E Squared. She also wrote another one called Thank and Grow Rich. It was these experiments where you could put the law of attraction and the practice of gratitude to test in your life and to see what it is that you can manifest to remind yourself of truly how powerful you are. So I actually saw Abraham Hicks when I was living in Austin, Texas. I went to one of her events and Abraham Hicks is this, I guess you could say higher elevated beings that are channeled by this woman named Esther Hicks. Whatever you believe, whether or not you believe that, What I find is really fascinating is that you can go onto YouTube and find countless videos of her. And she brings people into the hot seat, quote unquote, and they ask her questions as she's in this channeling mode. So if you were a human being and someone was asking you these questions, I find that you would likely make mistakes or you would give advice based on your human experience. From my experience of listening to all of these videos, She's never come from a human place. She seems to genuinely be coming from this wisdom that's greater than us. And whatever you choose to believe, whatever your connection to spirituality or to faith, it's this understanding that there's a greater source energy around us. And that science, as I've mentioned in the book, Luminous Life has shown that, you know, theoretical physicists and people who study light, the spectrum of light and electrons and energy, and then people who are spiritual practitioners, the way that they talk about God is the same, that it's omniscient, that it's omnipresent, that it's all pervasive, that it is you know, a part of us, that it's within us. So I've actually had my own experience with someone who can channel the goddess Kuan Yin, the goddess of compassion. When I taught a yoga class, asked to do this by the owners of the yoga studio where I learned how to teach and the co-founders, The husband was a swami at the SRF, the Self-Realization Fellowship here in San Diego. They called me last minute because Trisha, the other co-founder, wasn't able to teach the class. So they asked me to step in. And so I actually came to co-teach a class with a woman who could channel. And it was a packed room. It was going into the halls. It was a very unique experience that I will likely talk about at some other time. So according to Abraham Hicks, there are five steps to alignment and alignment is being in that sense of flow. It's being connected to the universe. It's aligning with the source energy in any circumstance. I've always lived by the mantra that everything is always working out for you. So I'll say it to myself a lot. Everything is always working out for me, even when it seems like the things on the surface aren't what I wanted. And recently I actually read a business email from Ramit Sethi. Um, side note, I went to college with his sister, but he says that in his interviews with remarkably successful business people, they all have the shared idea that when something happens in your life that is unexpected, or it's not the result that you wanted, one of these leaders he spoke with put it succinctly in great. Now let's see what happens next or good. Because instead of feeling like it's another obstacle, it's another challenge, it's stopping the flow of what it is that he is going after, he uses it as an opportunity to see, okay, let's see how we can pivot. Let's see how this opportunity is going to lead me even more down my aligned path. And I feel like that requires some sort of confidence and courage and bravery within yourself, as well as a connection to Whatever it is that your faith is, if your faith is in nature, in your higher self, in your definition of God or spirit or source, in the book that I'm writing about, The Five Tibetan Rites, Tibetan Buddhism says that the reason that spirituality exists is because being human is hard and we need that understanding to manage all the ups and downs and all arounds that we face on a daily basis. I add a line in my book as well, which is what I would teach a lot in yoga, which is take what works for you and leave the rest. And remember that that's a continually flowing relationship with you and yourself. What works for you now may not work for you later. And that this is all designed to be a practice of living. So all of these theories and philosophies are meant to be practiced for you in your journey to wherever it is that you are aiming to get to, to become, to unfold, to discover, So Abraham Hicks says that there are five steps to get into alignment, and I'll go into that with you now, and then I will share a series of affirmative statements that you can kind of listen to on repeat or rewrite for yourself, however it works for you. I find that for Abraham Hicks, they call it a rampage. Sometimes it's a rampage of appreciation or whatever it is, and you can Google that or put it into YouTube. And I find it really helpful to hear someone just continually saying these affirmative statements so that it helps to reprogram maybe my habit, my habitual state of thinking. And just as a reminder, I also listen to a lot of different faith-based podcasts. I listen because I like the reminder that we're all connected. I like the reminder that in the unknown, that things are still working out for you. There's this quote from Abraham that says, every time you pray something, every time you appreciate something, every time you feel good about something, you are telling the universe, more of this, please, more of this, please. And I do say that to Wilder, that when she expresses that gratitude and appreciation, that what she's expressing to the universe is, thank you, happy, more, please. I really appreciate that you've brought this into my life. I would really like more of it. And if you want to dive into more of that kind of philosophy and belief, then those Pam Grout books, the E squared and Thank and Grow Rich. Those are really good opportunities to kind of put these ideas into experiments in your own life. So with Abraham Hicks, one of the easiest ways to describe alignment is to think about it in terms of how you feel, that when you feel good about a subject, that you're aligned with that topic. And this alignment can change from moment to moment, from subject to subject, but in general, when you are feeling good about it... When you're feeling elevated about it, you're in alignment. And if you also want to go to the show notes, I'll include the Abraham Hicks scale of emotions. I think it's really interesting that in their realistic, practical application of these ideas that they say it is natural and human to experience contrast and to feel frustration, to feel like upset and anger and to even go through bouts of depression and anxiety. But in order for you to continue to move towards that alignment with what it is that you want and your desires and the things that you're looking to manifest, then it requires moving up this emotional scale. And at the peak of this triangle, you'll see is that kind of sense of peace and calm. It's that meditative state that you can get into. This is what they studied with the Tibetan Buddhists, that it really helps you connect with that sense of oneness. But when you're at the base, the bottom, maybe you're going through some life challenges right now, then you could be feeling really low. So instead of trying to think that you need to go from this low base state to try to reach that peak, what you can do instead is just aim for the next highest emotion on the scale. So for example, maybe you're feeling the sense of insecurity or the sense of unworthiness Then the next highest emotion above that would be jealousy. So can you move from the feelings of unworthiness to maybe the feelings of jealousy? Hey, I don't feel like I'm worthy of having this kind of relationship, but so-and-so has that. So then you're moved into jealousy. Okay, great. Once you've moved into jealousy, can you move to the next emotion, which is maybe some hatred and rage? Like, I'm really upset that I'm in this place. I'm so angry that things haven't worked out for me when it comes to relationships or that I'm getting divorced or whatever it is. And then from there, it moves from rage to anger and then continuing to move up the scale to discouragement, to blame, to worry, to doubt. So you can see that the intensity and the levels are more manageable than trying to think that you're going from this low place to trying to get to the top place, which is feeling that empowered state, that freedom, that love. It's a way to approach your human experience with a bit more compassion and grace. So according to Abraham Hicks, to align with that source energy, step one is that you experience contrast. And according to Abraham Hicks, Contrast is any negative experience that you encounter. So basically what happens is something in your life is not the way that you want it to be. And when you experience that, what happens is that you get more clarity on what it is that you actually want. And that's your desire. And they call it a rocket of desire launching into the universe to tell the universe, this is what I want. And then all the unseen forces start to move in the direction of that desire for you to start creating it right away. I think this is great because for most of us, when we experience something negative and in Tibetan Buddhism, they say that, you know, your stress, your worries, your anxieties, they all come from this expectation that you have of something being a certain way and your actual lived experience is not that way. So it's that gap between the two that's creating that kind of stress for you. Simply being human, just going through our day to day lives and living step one happens automatically every day of our lives. So step two is what I mentioned about how you experience that contrast, and then you have clarity around the desire that you actually want. And so step two is that source answers your request and creates your desire. This part is not your responsibility. This is what Abraham Hicks describes as being in the vortex, that source is in this vortex of energy. And so everything you could ever want or imagine just by the simple thinking of it, a wish, all of that is being manifested in the vortex. So this is the part that you don't have to be responsible for. But the next step in order to receive the things, to be in that flow, to be in that alignment, and to connect to that source energy, step three is align with the vibration of your desire. Again, the two books that I mentioned, Pam Grout kind of talks about that, about how to create your vibration to match that of your desire. So if we keep sitting in the challenges and the problems, then we keep pushing the things that we want away from us versus one of the ways to get into the vibration of the desire is to put ourselves in that positive state of emotion. So that emotional guidance scale moving towards higher and higher states until we're in that gratitude and that love and that appreciation, which is a lot of why different spiritual traditions say to be present, to be aware, to be calm, the meditative states and to really express appreciation for the blessings that you have, however big or small. There was a New York Times article recently that says that many psychologists use the word flourishing to describe a person's overall well-being, their physical, mental, and emotional health, which are all interrelated and essentially help you create the good life. Because of the pandemic and the different things that we're going through, that experience of feeling like we're flourishing can be dulled. And so... You know, the opposite end of that is feeling like we're languishing, but simple habits backed by science, and I love this idea of science and neuroscience and really seeing how science Dr. Jacob Lieberman talks about in his book Luminous Life, that if you are a scientist for long enough and you're lucky enough, you become a mystic because you can see kind of this spiritual interplay behind everything that science believes so If we can celebrate the small moments in life backed by science, like hanging out with a friend, setting aside time to, you know, journal on what you're grateful for, volunteering even a couple of weeks, this is helping to get into that state of flourishing. And I'll include a link on the blog post if you go to Fuck Saving Face in this episode and you'll see that you can take a quiz to see if you are flourishing. What I love is that Adam Grant, a psychologist, said that people think that in order to flourish, they need to do whatever their version of winning the Olympics is or climbing a mountain or having some epic experience. The reality is the opposite. So, coming back to step four, it's learning how to maintain your alignment consistently. And these are moving towards, you know, more of that mastery kind of level where you begin to experience what it feels like to be in that flow, to see how synchronicity will help you manifest your desires, to see how you can continually live in this state of magic, which is definitely something that I have experienced. And it's something that I'm learning how to reconnect with now because I feel that ever since I became a mother, that experience of being in flow and being in alignment has shifted. And so I've had to learn how to navigate. And instead of continually looking back at what I've known, being present and living into my future. Part of step four is shifting your priority and your focus to being in that state of feeling good, you know, appreciating your desires more fully, relaxing into that process of alignment where you're finding trust and faith. And Knowing when you're stepping out of alignment. So, according to Abraham Hicks, satisfaction is defined as what your inner being feels all the time about you, where you're going, who you are. And all of this comes from one place and only one place. It's moving in the direction of who you really are, moving in the direction of your desires. So, this is what I talk about a lot of living from that place of authenticity living in the space of pursuing the things that bring you light and joy, because your expression of all that is going to be very different from anybody else's. There might be some similarities, but it's going to be your journey of learning how to live in that authentic space. So how can you feel more satisfied? How can you find more of saying yes to the things that you want that really bring you alive and then saying no to the things that don't? And finally, step five is appreciating the contrast. So I think that this is where it might be very, very challenging for a lot of people is recognizing that negative experiences are in some way supporting your growth and your development, that everything that you experience that is something that you don't enjoy, don't want to be having is helping you gain more and more clarity of what it is that you do want. So it's continually shooting off those rockets of desire. And in the upcoming book that I'm publishing, I'm going to talk about human homeopathy, which is something that Dr. Jacob Lieberman created to understand that homeopathy is a science of, you know, the same thing that is ailing you, so your poison is actually part of your remedy. If you can find the right balance of it, then it helps to become part of the solution. So human homeopathy is starting to embrace all of the people who are challenging for you, all of the life experiences that are hard for you, and seeing that they become part of your treatment, that they become part of your ultimate solution, and to embrace and learn how to be with. That's the whole practice of mindfulness in and of itself, is to learn how to be with everything that you're going through without judgment, and instead creating a space and an opportunity for all of it to exist as part of your human experience, your beautiful story. Step five is when you have this complete state of trust in the universe, that you live in a kind, compassionate world. You've likely heard of the Albert Einstein quote, the most important decision we make is whether we believe we live in a friendly or hostile universe. So coming back to the beginning, how can you see that everything that's happening for you, unfolding for you is always working out for you? That maybe you don't have all the clarity and the insight just quite yet. I always say that I'm so curious at the end of my life to be able to see how all the dots connected and realize like, oh, that's how my story came to be. That's how my heroine's journey turned out. That's That was all part of the story to bring me to this moment here now. So with that in mind, I'm going to share with you kind of my version of a quote-unquote Abraham Hicks rampage, of taking some of the words that they've said, editing a few of them to better fit what I like to hear and what I like to share, and then just saying these so that you can play this for yourself if you need those reminders of how great and remarkable you are, how worthy you are, right here, right now, without changing a single thing with everything that has happened in your life, that right here, right now, with what you perceive as our potential failures and successes, that you are worthy, whole, and good, and you have light to shine into the world. So wherever you are, see if you can find a way to get comfortable, to become more mindful and aware of your present moment. And then take a deep breath in, a deep breath out. And let yourself listen to these words. Take what fits for you and leave the rest. I have the potential for anything I want. I am getting better and better at this. I can already feel improvement. I know that this universe is abundant. I know that there were others who are at places that I admire and respect who were at one time standing right where I am standing right now. I know that these processes work. I know that I am coming closer and closer into alignment with what I want. I am ready to be ready to be ready to receive all the things that I've asked for. I like the idea of abundance. I like to look for abundance in my life, experiences that are not just financial, but also in clarity, in well-being, in beauty, in connection, in love, in kindness. I'm doing really well with this. I'm looking forward to the universe yielding to me a steady path. I like knowing that I am the creator of my reality. I love knowing that I can dream big. I like being in the steady stream of abundance that is flowing to me and flowing to me and flowing to me. I like receiving abundance every day. I love understanding how big what I have put into my vortex is, and I love knowing that the energy that creates worlds and my own inner being and everyone around me is gathering to assist in that. I love knowing that the right partners and co-creators are already in my vortex and flowing towards me. I can feel that my work is just to relax and allow it. I like savoring my ideas and pieces of my dreams as they come to me. I like having my own hands in my own clay as I am processing this. I like watching abundance flow to me in my life experience in different ways. I like knowing that it is always good for me. I like feeling my own power of understanding. I like understanding the laws of the universe. I'm crazy about my own guidance system. I love my divine guidance team. I love knowing that this calm that I'm feeling means that I am on the right track with what I am wanting. I love how good it feels to know. I love how good it feels to know that I can be, do, or have anything that I choose. I like knowing that I can massage and finesse the energy around me. I like knowing that when I'm really sure of something, I can move into the specifics of it and then get that momentum going because I love that ride and that adventure and that experience. I love knowing that when things are slowing down, that I'm supposed to catch my balance and become more general. I love knowing that this is a sure thing. I love knowing that when things feel still and silent, it means that there are things that the universe is working on behind the scenes to bring to fruition, and I can be patient. I know now that this idea has occurred to me that this is something that I want, and it must simply be. I can feel how long this journey has been for me to even get into the receiving mode and to receive that idea. I understand that having received this idea, I'm already along the way. I'm so looking forward to the details of how this will play out. I'm thrilled with everything the universe is bringing to me. I'm excited to think about those who I will meet. And it's exciting to me that I will know them when I see them. And it's exciting to me to know that I can't miss this. There are so many avenues through which this will flow. I love the power of my fascinating mind. I love the interest I have on so many subjects. I can feel the cooperating universe surrounding me, co-creating with me. I look forward to each and every idea as it comes. I don't have to look into the future to figure it all out at once. I know that I have my feet under me and my stability, and I know that I will intuitively know when to turn and which way to go and when to put on the gas and when to put on the brakes. I love knowing I am the creator of my own reality. There's nothing about this I don't like. There's nothing about this I don't know for sure. I love that all things are possible. I love knowing that whatever is unfolding right now, I can keep telling a new story, I can keep writing my life story, I can keep living into the next chapter. I may not know how it will all come, but I know it'll come. I know that I'm on the path, the path is unfolding, and everything will reveal itself to me in its perfect divine timing. All is well. Take a deep breath in, and a deep breath out. Another deep breath in, a deep breath out, and observe how it feels to be in your head space, in your heart space, in your physical space now. If this was helpful for you, please consider sharing it with a friend, going to iTunes and reviewing the podcast. It helps so that more people can find this podcast and ideally support and empower their own mental and emotional health. And if you'd like a bit more support in rewriting your own life story through coaching, email me at hello at fucksavingface.com. That's fuck without the you. See you next week.